I mean, seriously, what happens if you adopt a kid and it turns out it was a meth baby from Dapto? <laughs> what, what, what difference is it? What difference does it make if it's a meth baby? It's got like those eyes that are a bit too wide apart, kind of stares at you funny. Well, don't you get to pick them first? I don't think it's a catalogue. I'm sure you get to meet them before you adopt them. Probably. So, there you go. From everything I've heard... Why's it got to be from Dapto? (laughs) This this is a story relayed to me by an unnamed source. Said uh, one of their friends adopted a, a kid. From Dapto? Turns out it was. He had a look at it. Thinks it's a meth baby. Could be, could be worse. <laughs> Just raises that question though. If you get a kid from Dapto, is it going to turn up to be a, a shoplifting drug dealer? Or is the uh, environment it's nurtured in? I think that's been proven by science that it's the environment it's nurtured in. I've got a feeling there's still like examples one way and the other. There's like counter I mean, examples. There's a perfect movie that proves it. Twins. <laughs> yeah, fair call. <laughs> Except they were physically different. Yeah, but that's because one one person's sperm creeped in over the other. Isn't that how it worked? Uh, I forget. That's how the bullshit movie went. I think they genetically engineered it, so there was like the perfect specimen. And then there was... And then Danny DeVito popped out as like an unexpected side of He was the afterbirth. He was kind of the counterbalance. <laughs> that's a pretty rough casting call, isn't it? Danny, I've got a great role for you. You're the afterbirth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, if you have identical twins, there's always the evil one. <laughs> I guess so. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I mean, if it was a meth baby, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. You've adopted it at that point. Wouldn't you foster it first before you adopt it? I, I don't know how this process works. No. I'm pretty sure there's like, if, you foster them for a while first. If you're a foster parent, then you're going to get whatever kid they chuck at you. No, see, I don't be- I've got friends that have actually gone through the process of adoption hmm. and you usually have them for quite some time before you actually adopt them. So you could just go, yeah, not for me. Try before you buy. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Man, you can't even do that with dogs. Well, you that's can. rough. You can. What, just take it back? Well, I did. The dog kept running away and I was like, I can't fucking do this for much longer and kept doing it and doing it to do well, it. Well, that happened with us with a, a rescue dog we tried to adopt. That's Yeah, well, that was a rescue dog we had too. Fucking Houdini act. So we just took it back. Yeah. We didn't get the money back, but we took it back. So, someone told us that once a dog figures out it can escape, game over. No, I, no, because Jack's escaped with him. Yeah. And he's not gone since. Well, maybe the other dog must have been the ringleader. The other dog definitely was, because that's <laughs> why he got sent in there in the first place. Jack's didn't pick up any lessons. He must be a oh, slow... Oh, Jack's is mildly retarded. Slow anyway, learner. So. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm pretty sure that any any couple that's been through the trials and expense of adoption are probably going to be pretty pretty stoked no matter what yeah I made the point to um, the person who told me the story it was doesn't really matter because most people end up disappointed with their kids anyway doesn't make a difference if they're adopted. I don't know if people are disappointed <laughs> with their kids that's a bit much it happens yeah what about your neighbours they, they can't be stoked with their apparently ad- they are apparently son. they are yeah are they taking the jail yet fucking Please. losers Crimes against the neighbourhood. Don't know. It's it's weird. We came back from a holiday and they bought a new car. Is it smashed to pieces yet? No, but it's like give it time. No, but my get my. I wonder why they bought what they bought. Hmm. They've bought this like tricked up. It's just it it's it's a Navara, but it's been tricked up with like flares and shitty alloys <laughs> and roll ca- cage on the back things. Or, you know what I mean, like a roll bar. It's kind of like a mold monster truck treatment. A shit sort of 
I don't know, it just looks cheap and crap. It's a Navara, they're cheap and crap anyway. But <laughs> they're keeping with the theme. But it seems like they've only bought it because we came home with a new Ranger like six months ago. Oh man, you can't read too much into it. Dude, they've got no reason to buy you. None whatsoever. <laughs> He's he 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 you can't be critical of other people's choices. Well, like I said, man, they just got rid of a Volvo SUV mm. for a Navara Ute. Very weird. I don't know. Maybe they are looking to toughen up the image. Yeah, That's whatever. how they thought they could do it. Anyway, like I said, I don't know what they're doing with the sun, but he's a fucking dropkick. Well, all evidence seems to indicate that, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Chalk one up for disappointed parents. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on them fuckers next door. Fuck them. Anyway... Moving on, yep. I wanted to I wanted to ask you Al about um, actors. Mm. Two things I want to talk about with actors. One of them is I don't think I can ever sympathise with an actor because you never can tell if they're telling the truth or not, can you? Or not, they, not, they, not if they're good at it, <laughs> or if they're really crying, like it's all fake. Okay, you know what I mean. So there, you think there'd be a fundamental issue with trying to trust someone who's a, an actor? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it just seems like everything that comes out of their mouth is just bullshit. I think there's one actor you could trust. Keanu Reeves. He's he's renowned for being a solid dude. I'm surprised you'd say that. Whoa. <laughs> no, like, um, there's all these stories about... What was the classic one? There was, like, a flight that got cancelled. He was on it. And, like, instead of just, like, putting up with it, being all stuck in the airport, he, like, rallied all the passengers, organised the hire bus, and, like, they all jumped on a bus. And like did the trip the trip that way, and he's like just sitting with everyone, hanging out. Yeah, fair enough. Being a cool dude. See, I thought Tom Hanks was cool until I watched um, some clips on the Golden Globes that just oh, happened. I, I saw, and everyone's like, "Okay, boomer," to him. <laughs> that that weird reaction he pulled. Yeah, like it was just like. Mm. Did you see the shit his son did on the red carpet? Who's son? Tom Hanks's. Yeah, no? it wasn't the good one. It wasn't the one that was in Dexter. It was a, I forget his name. It was something stupid like Trip or Corey or something. One of those really American names. Yeah. But um, he's just getting like the standard red carpet interview. And for some reason, he, he answered like impersonating like a Jamaican accent for like 30, 40 seconds. Why? That's what everyone else Why, said. Wait a minute. Why is Tom Hanks' son there? He must be an actor too. Because mm. like the older son is. I mean, I've been in a play. Does that mean I get to go? Well, I mean, Gold, Golden Globes is the low rent one. It yeah. wasn't like it was the Oscars. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'll just take my kids along because I've got nothing better to do. Right, so that was one thing with actors. Yeah, so don't. This, this is the other one, and it's jumping forward a bit, but celebrities donating to the bushfire appeal. Yeah. You don't have to fucking promote yourself in the process. That's and that's not. the only reason you're fucking doing it. That's the only reason you're doing it. You're big note yourself. Just fucking get on with it and do it. Don't fucking have to advertise the fact that you've donated money. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and get on with it. I know where you're coming from. The same thought occurred to me, and it's not a new idea. There's that idea that, you know, the truest form of, you know, philanthropy or, you know, you'd be donating it anonymously, right? There's no need. I just, I find it arrogant, and they're just making it all about them. Oh, I'm giving a million dollars. Look Maybe. at me. Look at me. There's a counter argument, though, that... It's also a way of raising awareness and sort of promoting the idea that there's you know, big trouble in Australia. Yeah. Because if it's like your level of celebrity where it's, you know, raising the profile overseas, then maybe that can help 
raise more money too, right? Yeah, I just... Well, I mean, look, at Elton John did it at a concert in Australia. Yeah. That don't help no one. Yeah, no, that's that's probably more to the, your side of the scale. <laughs> I just, everyone's been, oh, I'm announcing it on Twitter. That's fucking brilliant. Why don't they just say, I've started a bushfire appeal GoFundMe thing, donate to it. It's already reached a million dollars. Doesn't fucking matter who's put that million dollars in there, does it? You don't have to say, I fucking did it. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'd be angry enough to say they shouldn't be donating then. I'm not saying they shouldn't donate. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said they don't have to fucking big note themselves in the process. Yeah, but if the cost of them donating that money is that they do, are you willing to accept it? <laughs> we did get onto this topic a little bit during the week at work. You know, if you decide to live in an area that's bushfire prone and your house burns down, like, who's to blame? Like, how much personal responsibility do you take that... That's a choice you made, right? Yeah, well, I mean, we've had a bushfire at the back of our property and we were just tipped the fuck out. That's what our first impression was. Mm. And Catherine was like, you're not worried? I'm like, well, I'm worried that we're going to lose everything, but fuck it, we got insurance. Yep. I made that choice to live here. I got the insurance. Yeah, but I wouldn't call this a, a, a bushfire hazard zone. No, but you know what I mean? Like, you, you, you make the choice to live where you live and you get yeah. all the insurances you can. Well, that's the point. And if you can't get an insurance for it, then don't live there. Yeah, so I think you get to a point where you know you can feel sympathetic for someone's loss, but also it's like yeah, you live in the bush sometimes. That's what happens, right? Yeah, I mean it's down. To, it it's almost as if to say, like another example would be you bought yourself your flash car, you drive mm-hmm. like a fuckwit, i.e., choose to live in the bush. Are you talking about me? No, no. Anybody, <laughs> and then you crash that car into a fucking lamppost because you made the stupid decision to drive a stupid car at stupid speeds, yep. i.e., build your house in the fucking bush area. Crash your car, it gets written off, tough shit. Same you, thing. You mean I can't complain about the government not making the road smooth enough? I'm trying to help your analogy, Dave. Well, take it, take it. You can complain, <laughs> but you'd also get told, well, you shouldn't have fucking done it in the first place, should you? Mm. So, um, it's like people that build in, um, like. Our work unit, our work unit, when we run the business, yeah. it was in a flood-prone area. We couldn't get flood insurance. So if that unit filled up with water, we were fucked. Yeah. We knew that going in. We made the, we made the decision to go, well... Yeah, so you accept a certain level of risk. Yeah. Hope for the best. And if it flooded, I'd be the first one to go, oh, help me, help me. <laughs> I remember there was some heavy rain and that street did flood. It didn't, wouldn't have come up to your workshop. But... No, it didn't, but one of my employees' cars was parked out the front and Ooh. it got flooded out and written off. <laughs> bad times but um coming back to your uh, celebrity cause sort of support it, it can go even worse than just uh stroking their own ego there was um some posts by kelly slater the the yep. surfer yep. on instagram you know trying to do the right thing and sort of raise awareness but a lot of the um information in his post was actually disinformation that had been spread about yep. the causes of the fires yeah so he's not only, you know, in a way, having a having a stroke of the ego, but getting it wrong in the process as well. So he's not, yeah. he's not even putting cash in. He's just he's just spreading disinformation at that point. Brilliant. I mean, <laughs> yeah, man, it's a it's a shit show, one way or another. There's also been that thing that people are saying um, that all the celebrities going on about the fires in Australia, it's going to make the economy even worse because of 
the fact that everyone's like, yeah, fucking, I'm not going to Australia now. I might get burnt. That was actually in the news. And I was like, mm. maybe. I don't know. But it couldn't be that much of a factor. I don't know. It didn't stop the Sydney tourists going down there, even though they were told not to. Yep. People can just be ignorant or stubborn. Um, I wonder how much of them just didn't even know that they weren't supposed to go down there. Potentially a, a big chunk of them, right? Yeah, they're just ignorant to it. Yeah. Ignorant. But also, you know, if you've got, you know, yourself, if you've got non-refundable airfares, you're still going to that place. <laughs> I think if I was told, don't come, because you're more than likely going to get evacuated, I'll be like, yeah, how bad could it be? Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm not going. Um, I mean, I'm a big believer of the, of the, if there's a fire and you're asked to pack your shit and leave, get the fuck out and don't make life hard for all the people that are sure. fucking involved in it. Just leave, all right? Don't stay there and make everyone's life fucking difficult because that's what you're doing by staying. Yeah. I mean, all the people that fucking had to camp up in all those fucking places down down the coast, they had to camp up in those um, showgrounds and whatnot. Mm. Like. 50% of them were tourists. So the people that were stuck there because they lived there, yeah, like they were running out of water and fuel and all the rest of it because the fucking idiots that fucking had to go down there anyway, even though they were told not to. Oh, man. Some people just can't be told. That's the way it goes, man. Yeah. It's it's just, uh, again, from somebody that's been on the other end of it as a firefighter. Oh, you can stop humble bragging about being a... Yeah, or, 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 <laughs> I'm just saying, from another point of view, it is shit it's a shit show having to fucking go and look for people that have decided to stay and make it a yeah. bit of a nightmare because at that point yeah someone's not thinking from that perspective of oh if emergency services have to come and get me that's like taxing the resources no they're just they're, they're thinking i don't want to lose my deposit on the the beach house or i'm still going yeah fuck it yeah i mean get holiday insurance you can get holiday insurance for domestic stuff yeah i think so, a lot of people don't realize that but yeah. Um, anyway, because the the guiding principle a lot of the time for people in Australia is she'll be right. Like, yeah, I guess so. She'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> well, she won't right this time. No, so what, not. What's your opinion of the reaction of some of the people with uh, good old Scomo? Oh, it's just revealing his true character. Did you see the video of the firefighter that drove Get past from Nilligan? Yeah, and yeah. Oh, you think we fucking love doing this shit? Yeah. yeah, do you know he got kicked out for RFS for doing that? I th or stood I, down? I, I'd heard that they put him on like a like stress-related stress sort of... Uh... What's your opinion of this? Like, fair enough, you can have your opinion, right? Free, fair enough, you can... Free speech, mate. Yeah, free speech. <laughs> but when you're wearing a fucking RFS uniform with the fucking emblem and the crown on it, you don't start effing and blinding about your fucking Prime Minister. It's a bit of a dumb move, if you ask me. I don't know, if you're... Bob from Nelligan probably made all the sense in the world at that point in time. Yeah, I think it would have been better off if he just got out the truck, took his RFS stuff off, and then did it <laughs> to me, but he might have been a bit tired and cranky. In in that moment, obviously, a lot of emotion involved, and I think that is probably the biggest insight, not how he feels about the Prime Minister and what, what he's doing or not doing to help the situation. Yeah, It's like how stressful and how much those firefighters are going through. I think that's what that illustrates. Yeah. I think he might could he, he could have illustrated it a little bit better. Well, I mean, you kind of have the other side of the coin where it was the um, the dude sitting down and ScoMo's trying to shake his hand. And he's, he's like, like no, nah, don't want See, that's the way you do it, I reckon. You're just like, yeah, not interested, buddy. Yeah, stone cold, but 
Um, <laughs> but ScoMo's such a fucking weirdo. And this is actually a, another uh, thing. If I'm, you say I'm, no, I'm annoyed that people are only just realizing what a scumbag is right now. It's like, have you not been paying attention? You know what I mean? Well, anyway, I'm not going to get into that because we don't talk politics. But what I'm going to say is if you say no to someone in multiple different contexts and the person still goes ahead and does that thing that you've told them no to, if it was sex, it's rape. If you say, no, I don't want to shake your hand and he goes and grabs it anyway, he just fucking hand raped them. And think again for the reason why he did it for a photo op. Yeah, but He, he didn't give a stuff about that dude. He's doing it because the cameras are there. But when he's forcefully grabbed the chick, there was a chick that he did it to and he grabbed her hand. Totally. Like, that's just creepy. It's creepy. You just... Dude. It, am I wrong in thinking that no, he's... but my point again, it's like, anyone who's been paying attention to this dude is not surprised, not shocked. This is kind of exactly what you expect to see. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I hope it's changed people's perception. Um... Because in, in no way, shape, or form is that any sort of leadership. Like, fucking secret holiday in Hawaii? Give me a break. Yeah, I know. It's, but like, was, it's not just him that's done that, though. The emergency services minister yes. for New South Wales fucked off down there. Fucked off on holiday to Bali Dude. or something. In the middle of it! It's, and he was like, yeah, I'm going on holiday. Bye. I'm out. Good on you, mate. It's it's insane, right? Um, I, I just hope people are paying attention to that. And don't, don't forget when it comes around to election time do you think he's going to make the next election he won't be the leader of the liberal party he'll get he's going to get knifed um i can't believe he's still in i'm surprised nobody's booted him already and just gone you know what it's time for you to go mate look i think in in the case of new south wales the biggest crooks of the the liberal government and the, the state parliament they've absolutely destroyed the the funding that's gone into forestry management over their tenure over the last 11 years Berejiklian, Jigglyan. I always call it Jigglyan, and every time I hear a name, it makes me liberal think as of, fuck, man. Who, jig- who do you, like you think is going to do the West Connects deal, except the Liberal government? The Labor, I can't believe it? you thought you could go into politics. <laughs> yeah, as an independent, because they're all <laughs> fucked. Um, but you know, it's not just that they've been, you know, rolling back environmental protections that have led to, you know, huge deforestation. You know, reducing the habitat that your animals are living in. So when these type of events happen, it's even more catastrophic because there's nowhere else for the critters to go, right? There's nowhere for them to go. Exactly. And, you know, doing deals, selling off water rights on the Murray-Darling, that's that's all Liberal state government. It's, it's really crook. And to me, it's disappointing that it takes a catastrophe like this to bring it into focus. But like I said, I just hope people pay attention and, and don't forget. Like the, the pure disinformation around the idea that you know, a, a, a hazard reduction burning is in any way controlled by anyone from the, the Green Party. Green Party's never been in power anywhere to make those decisions. Yeah. It's, it's, I think they're more saying it was, it's not the Green Party, but just Greenies in general. Oh, man. They're not the ones who call the shots. It's it's pure you know, deflection and disinformation oh, to yeah. suggest that and to promote that idea. Yeah, it's it's disappointing, but again... Not not surprised. The alarming thing is it's still, you know, high high risk across, you know, not just New South Wales but still Victoria, where some of these fires are still blazing away like crazy. Yeah, it's a shit situation. 
so even though we've had some cool weather it's still you know things can turn at a moment mm. anyway i think we've been a bit fire and politics heavy and i'm going to change the subject slightly slightly political speed cameras mm. did you see that video of that dude <laughs> that mobile speed camera ramming his car into it <laughs> <laughs> i um actually saw one setting up near our suburb a couple of weeks ago yeah like the guy just literally parked up and got out of the car. Oh, so you this you so the ones you're talking about that's the car. Yeah. This one was one. Do you know those trailers that people tow around and they got like traffic lights on them and they flick up and they got oh, their own okay. little generator on them. There's yeah. some cameras up in Sydney that have been towed around just getting left on the side of the freeway and they're like mobile speed cameras oh. and mobile okay. phone detection cameras. Oh, is it more that they've got the the phone cameras on them? I think that's okay. Anyway, this. <laughs> But there was I, one set up on the side of like M4 or some shit and this dude in this old VN Commodore lost his shit and like fully turned his car 90 degrees in the middle of the highway and just started fucking just reversing up bang ramming into it reversed up rang, bang and then these people videoing it laughing their heads off going go on get it get it did his master plan include taking his number plates off I don't know you it, it was pretty fucking funny but yeah when I saw old mate setting up his speed camera car thing like my window was open so i caught him scum did you really i just yelled out the window it's not his he's just doing his job no mate. he's scum yeah i don't think so <laughs> it probably didn't help that that same location as a spot where i got booked in the past so it's kind of a little bit of street justice you know, you know the rules it's not street justice <laughs> you got street justice when you got booked oh man i got a letter yesterday from the epa some, some jabronis put in a complaint about it would definitely be one of your neighbours no um, they identified the incident happening on Five Islands Road not my neighbours man you have to be a policeman if it was a policeman can't they still has to go through the EPA for noise <laughs> I'm pretty sure because I know with cops? motorbikes the cops have sat in the national parks with the EPA the cops pull you over and then the uh, EPA okay. test it interesting I hadn't thought about that yeah so what's what happens? Oh, jack shit at this stage. So what's what's the letter say? Oh, just some bullshit about if there's more complaints that I might have to go and whatever. Go and get a noise test done. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it would pass. Like I deliberately got a quiet exhaust for that reason. Your noise is your exhaust is it's fucking. Not, it's not my first. Fucked. It's not my first letter from the EPA. Let's just put it that way. Isn't it? No. You've the, had complaints before. The original exhaust that I put on there was heaps louder. It was ridiculous. Mate, I'm telling you, your exhaust is loud because I can hear you. I know when you're yeah, yeah, coming. you can hear me, but... I can hear you coming from fucking miles It's away. not illegally loud. Well, I, I believe it is. No, no, it's... What's the, do you know what the legal limit is? I don't know. It's like 93 or 4 decibels. Yeah, and this exhaust is rated at 87. At 87? Why? That's... It might be rated, but I don't think you'll find it is. Dude. It's supposed to be at like 3,500 RPM or something as well. I'll take that Pepsi challenge any day. <laughs> I've got a decibel meter on my phone there's a big oh, that won't be accurate It'd be accurate enough no <laughs> what to determine whether or not I get yeah because you have to do it from a two fine levied no I'm just telling you it would not it, on your phone would not be accurate they do not test it with a mobile phone it says it says it's accurate oh god <laughs> fuck the police then there's no there's no way your car is 87 decibels it's louder than my motorbike that's what it said on the box man yeah, like, I've I've used condoms before, right? And they say that you can hardly feel them at all on the box. But I'm telling you now, you may as well have wrapped it up in the marigold. No, but that's completely subjective language. Yeah, you, know, you can hardly tell. 
this is like on the box, 87 decibels. She'll be right, brother. Yeah, as long as you have three other mufflers in front of it. Ah, oh, dude. There's probably, I don't guarantee it. There's no way it's 87, 100%. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't have gotten a, a, a EPA letter. Look, no, no, but that's not based on someone doing an accurate scientific test. That's someone just going, oh, that was a bit loud. Yeah. I wonder if it was that cop that you whinged about to me that time that he pulled up into the middle of the road and you had to fucking swerve to miss him on Five Arms uh, Road. No, because, I mean, the date was weird as well. It was like a Sunday evening. Where the fuck were you going? Or Very evening? fucking weird, yeah. Were, were you even out that day? Did you have a look and go, mm. Maybe. I know I was out in the morning. The kids had baseball. It was the last game of the before the Christmas break. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't remember. This shit happened like a month ago. But, yeah. I'd love to, when I get things, hear things, I'd love to find out who is so I could just sit outside the house and rev the fuck out of my car and then drive off. Again, always with the escalation. <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker! I do a big burnout and drive off. <laughs> well, glad you're not running the uh, the country. Yeah, it's probably not a great idea. Well, you know. <laughs> just overreact to everything. Probably best to overreact and do what fucking some other people have done and not do anything at all. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you run yeah. out. You run out of subjects already. Beth, Beth, baby, was it? We've 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 been we've been gone for a month, and you've got nothing. I can just think about Beth, baby, and I'll just keep laughing. Fair enough. So I've got another question to ask you. Then, <laughs> how genius is toilet paper? Like before toilet paper, right? What options did you have? Like wiping your ass with leaves. I'm not a historian, but I have I have seen some recent. Um, sort of popularity around the idea of using bidets apparently they're making a bit of a comeback yeah but like before you had clean running water and stuff like oh, that oh dude I don't know it had to be leaves rag, it? rag on a stick who knows yeah like but toilet paper is genius really isn't it like who who, who would have thought of that honestly <laughs> I've never really given it thought probably some dude who was sick of wiping their ass with an old newspaper yeah it's just weird though isn't it like just I, it, I was thinking I th- we've had this discussion many times about the three seashells or whatever it is in Demolition Man but then I had the thought the toilet paper like who the fuck thought that oh that's a great idea I'm going to wipe the shit off my ass with toilet paper are you trying to imply that toilet paper would be just as mystifying to someone from the past as the three seashells is in Demolition Man I think it possibly could be I think they'd get pick it up pretty quick yeah but I'm sure you pick up the three seashells once someone shows you what it's for or how it works I wonder if people use that soft tissue as like a tissue tissue first or if it was straight to the ass. You mean like use it to blow your nose first? Yeah, so the first time they invented... Or mop your brow or something. Invented paper that soft. What what was the first instinct? Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if you told them that that's all you ever get is one roll. Ever. (laughs) How they'd go about reusing it or whatever the case might be. No, save it for special occasions. I don't know. <laughs> well, I have heard the story, and it, I think it's an old wives' tale. But there used to be a thing going around in the UK. You do it army style, where you stick your finger through the toilet paper. It's nothing real about this. Clean your ass with your finger, like wiggle it around, get all the shit off, and then wipe the shit off your finger with the to- that one square of toilet paper. Do you think people actually ever do that? Well, you never. You don't no. know, do you? No. When you're a kid, you kind of believe. A lot of shit that you told. I, th- I think the best answer you'll get is probably how it's done in a lot of developing nations still, where it'll just be a hose, hose or like water. Use one hand to splashy splashy. 
get it done that way. Yeah, and then get dysentery. Well, it depends what you do with that hand, but yeah, potentially. Eat Big Mac. <laughs> eat, a, eat a grand Big Mac. You probably deserve to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was just I was just sitting on the toilet procrastinating one day, and I just thought, how good's toilet paper? Like, yeah. How but, shit would it be? Like having a shit now is actually quite a good experience, really, isn't it? It's not. It's not an unpleasant unless you got really bad stomach or whatever. But it, it's, you know, it's a good good thing to get done, and it feels all right and all the rest of it. But if you didn't have toilet paper, it'd be like, meh. This is going to be a bit rough. I don't fucking want to be going dragging my ass along the fucking grass outside. Yeah, but I mean, you could always do the old take a dump before you have a shower strategy. Do it that way. Yes, so. There's options, though. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Toilet paper is awesome. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably like a Reddit channel called Shower Thoughts, which is that kind of random musing, you know, just the ideas that pop into your head during those, you know, idle times. Yep. Sounds sounds like you could contribute some gems. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so I had to go to the optician the other day, and I think you went and saw your optician as That's well. That's right, just before I, we went to Star Wars. Yeah, so a couple of that, that was weeks kind of... before, I had my eyes tested too. <laughs> it just occurred to me that before I went to see Star Wars at the cinema, paying top rate for the ticket, I'd actually just been told by the optometrist that, yeah, yeah, no, your glasses aren't working properly. You need a stronger prescription. Yeah. <laughs> Less than ideal. Fair enough. Oh, what can you do? <laughs> Did you get new glasses? I think no, not yet. Uh, I think I think um, not seeing that movie properly is probably a blessing. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we can do our movie, movie review later. Um, so my optician or the, the person did the Optom- eye test, optometrist, isn't optometrist, it? Optometrist. Yeah. They're in pretty close proximity to you, aren't they? Yeah. You think if you got a job like that. It's a really, really good idea to make sure your personal hygiene's up to scratch. Well, I think that should be the rule for everyone, Dave. Yeah, yeah. but especially sure, like doubly, not eat stinky ass shit before you do. Oh, well, hang on. We'll like talking I'm talking like rank stuff. I thought you were talking about like someone with like bo. Oh no, no, I haven't finished yet. She, there was that too. <sighs> she, she, she'd eaten something that was rough. You're, you're pretty sensitive to that sort of stuff, mate. If you're in pro- close yeah, proximity, you don't pop, eat it for lunch. Pop a tic It was fresh. Something. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? She could have had a Mentos or something. I don't know. Maybe they only had like 10 minutes to quickly have lunch. It's fine, but have a Mentos. Take some mouthwash to I work. think you should have some sympathy. I'm just saying. Carry on. <laughs> I think she should have sympathy for me because I'm going to throw <laughs> up in my fucking mouth. Anyway, have a Mentos. There was actually mints outside in the fucking coffee station where because they've got a little coffee bar in yeah. the opposition's like this. Anyway... She stunk. She had BO2. I was sat there. I'm thinking... It's oh. very, unu- very unusual for a woman to have body odor. Well, the, the thing that weirded me out, when I first sat down, I'm like, oh, fuck, I stink. Oh, you thought it was yourself. And I'm like, oh, sure. so I'm sat there like fully cl- <laughs> tightening my arms up. Clench your armpits. So you can't smell. And I'm just like, fuck, I can still smell it. And I'm just like, when she turned her back to go, I was like, like had, to, had the full sniff up. Had and, a whiff, yeah. And fucking went for the armpits. And I'm like... I fucking smell fresh as a daisy. It ain't me. And, oh, and then she no. comes back and the smell gets strong and I'm just like, oh. I'm, and I was the last one of the day. So she'd obviously been going all day. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh. Like, I don't know. I always took, a, I always had a little can of deodorant at work with me, even though I worked in an office because I just thought, you know what? If you have a hot day, sure. you go for a walk at lunch or whatever, you come back sweating and you're like, yeah. It ain't that hard to not be a stank. Sure. I mean, some people don't 
sometimes don't realise though either. No, but what do you do? Do you say something? Obviously, no. obviously not. But do you say something to someone else that should say something to a like her boss and go? No, she probably. You just you just go to another optician, mate. Yeah, that's all, that's all you need to do. Anyway, <laughs> just find another place. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, fair enough. Get on with your life. So yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of a rough. Anyway, I needed to get new glasses too, and that didn't work out too well for me because I picked. It's one of those things when you pick glasses, you don't get much time to make the decision. Well, that's why I didn't want to rush it when I was there. Yeah, yeah. And then you get stuck with them. Exactly. But the optician I went to, shout out to him. I had a few. I went back a few times. I'm not real happy with these. They're not comfortable and blah blah blah. And he adjusted them a few times, and in the end, I rang him back to look really don't like them is there anything we can do and they're like well we can't take them back because they're used and all the rest of it and i'm like yeah well, fair enough but like fuck i'm gonna be up down another 400 bucks or whatever for a pair of glasses so i went back there they said come back see what we can do so the glasses that i'd originally got that had a weird shaped lens so they wouldn't fit in anything else that i liked oh no i mean no chance yeah you gotta get new lenses but i had an old pair of glasses that i still like so I took the frames in and they're getting the lenses cut down to fit into my other lens, my other frames. They did that. They sent them away to the lab yep. free of charge. They're going to wear all that, which was really cool. Um, and then the glasses that I did like, they, um, I had to pay for the frames, but they did the lenses for free. Right. So they helped me out. So if every appointment involves BO, is it worth it? For that level of customer service. Yes. You'd go back. Yeah, because I haven't seen that op- <laughs> op- um, optometrist before. Yeah. Because she's independent. She doesn't, she's, she, they're like, it's as if they either employ the optometrist or they're contracted because there's another guy that owns the rest of the store. Yeah, I think that's pretty, pretty common for those independent stores. Yeah, so um, I haven't seen her before. Chances are I might not see her again. So, mm. um, so yeah, look, I'd always go back there. I've always, I've, Ever since I moved to Wollongong, I went there on the off chance. I just walked past one. Oh, can you do a better deal on these glasses that I was going to get from OPSM? Smashed it out of the park. Heaps better price. Cool. I've always gone back. And I don't even ask for a discount. He still gives it to me straight up. Right on. So uh, I can't complain. His level of service is unbelievable. Eh? Really, really good. And they've got this little deal going where... What a shame you can't shout them out because you've just slagged off one of their stinky optometrists. Eh, <laughs> I think they do all right. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, you don't have to get your eyes tested there. You can get them tested somewhere else and go and buy your glasses there. That's always true, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> the smallest things. Yeah. The smallest things that stick with you. Well, it's not the smallest thing. I was just saying, I actually would go back because they're brilliant. Then it doesn't... How often do you hear that from me? I'm always complaining it's about true. things. So, they must be fucking good if I... Uh, giving them the old shout out. Like, anyway. I, like I said, it's a shame you can't name check them because yeah. <laughs> the way you started that story <laughs> I don't need to name check them I've given them a good Google review yeah there you go you're doing your part yeah um, that's that's got value the other thing I want to talk about it's a bit of a touchy subject well it could be a touchy subject this volcano thing that happened a, a little while back uh, yeah and uh, so a lot of the people that were involved in it were on a cr- I didn't realise we were on a cruise ship yeah. from Sydney yeah did you see that when they got back, this bloke went on a rant on the news how shit the the um, the ship was dealing with the situation? I don't think I saw it, but I mean, who in their right mind thinks that a cruise liner is 
trained to equip with a fucking volcano. Well, what what were they unhappy about? Oh, the crew didn't know what to do. They weren't sure how to fucking deal with it. They weren't sure how to tell people what happened to the other people that had been um, injured or killed or whatever in it. It was a very extreme circumstance. Yeah, and but there was this bloke was just slamming, oh, I'll never cruise with these people again. They were shit. And I'm just thinking, mate, are you fucking for real? Like, do you know what to do in the situation of a volcano? Would you know how to run a fucking cruise line when passengers on board? Like, fucking come on, mate. Well, if we're not talking about a volcano specifically, they must have some form of emergency training, right? Like if, if there's something that happens on the ship. Yeah, probably. But, I mean, that's a pretty... It's a pretty fucking harsh situation. I, I guarantee it's not something they would have come across before. No, it's definitely out of the ordinary. It's it's yeah, not something you'd necessarily be prepared for. And, and again, I mean, it's a bit like Skomo, right? If you're the captain of a ship, you know you expect some sort of leadership quality, right? Yeah, I think you step up to a to a situation. I think what the, the people have done is they were just like there was probably a lack of information. It's probably what I happened. Think that's one of the things. A bit of a lack of information, but like. Do you want to panic everybody? Oh, let's fucking have a cruise that's running for the next three days. We're at ocean in the ocean for the next three days, yeah. and we got three thousand people on board, and we'll just cause a panic. That'll be a fucking brilliant situation to be in. Yeah, it, <laughs> um, it reminds me of a time when um, I got made redundant from the place I was working at, and it wasn't just me. It was like a bunch of the programmers there were all made redundant. Yeah. But one of the guys was actually overseas on a European holiday at the time. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, do I contact this dude? So he didn't know. They made him redundant. He was on holidays. And they'd made him redundant. While he was gone, this all went down. Are they allowed to do that? Uh, I don't know how it works in terms of like notice periods and that sort of thing. So he comes back from his holiday and he doesn't have a job. job. And he doesn't know. (laughs) Um, Oh, that's weird. I... I think he was getting back like in a few days sort of thing. But it was that kind of dilemma. It's like, do I tell this dude what's happened and ruin the rest of his holiday or do we keep it on the down low and just let him enjoy what's left of that yeah, trip? that's a hard situation because there's a few things to so, look at, isn't there? But, but comparing it to the people on the cruise ship, is that part of what the, the crews attempted to do? Part of their logic is like, oh, we can't tell them there's been this horrible tragedy. No, but everyone sort of knew that it happened. Yeah. But they didn't know who was like people. Yeah. Like when you're on a cruise, you likely make friends with people. You start you to ma- get to know people. Yeah. yeah. So you, some people realize, just disappeared. Yeah. And this is what this bloke was complaining about. He said, "Oh, my son knew this one, but and they of, didn't know what happened to part him." Part of that as well is they've got to be sensitive about when the family's notified too, right? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? So, like, looking at the bigger picture, they probably can't go busting out to these people. Oh. These people you just met, yeah. unfortunately, they're goners. Tell them before their own family knows. Exactly. That's, so, yeah. the, but I don't think this bloke was. But this, uh, the way the bloke was carrying on, it's just like, mate, have a fucking pull your head in, mate. I think again, emotions are running high in that sort of situation. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but in in the end of my my situation, I didn't didn't send the message. Yeah, it's a it, that that situation is difficult, like because. There's so many things to think about. Like, hey, yeah, do you want to ruin their holiday? Or do you yeah. tell them just so they don't spend too much money on the last few days? Right. Or start sending out resumes or whatever needs to happen. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't it piss you off, like, if your last day of your holiday, you plan to go to Harrods and spend up big? 
like say you're in England or whatever, and <laughs> the day before, ten thousand dollar credit card bill. <laughs> some, the day before, somebody could have told you you'd been very redundant. You're like, eh, fuck it, I don't really need to go to Harrods. Exactly. And you come back, you're like, fuck, we some cunt fucking told me. <laughs> Did, what was his reaction? Did he it, say that? Or a, someone told me? It was a dilemma. I think in the end, he heard from someone else. Oh, yeah. It's like so, a problem. Yeah, I guess someone else took the bullet one way or the other. <laughs> um, oh shit I was going to say something too. Did you get made redundant was it a surprise to you or did you know it, know it was coming no it was the kind of deal where um, there'd been a merger so it'd been sort of absorbed by a larger company yeah and then whether it was a result of that or other things happening or you know the change in the sales team but a number of the, the bigger clients went away from the agency Right. So the work had started to sort of slow down and dry up. So that's not, you know, when that happens, it can be uh, the writing on the wall of how it's going to play out. Yeah. So not not a shock, but at the same time, it's not not great either. Um. So yeah, it could have been a more dire circumstance. It could have been like out of the blue. But yeah, that's that's the way it went down. Yeah, bit of a shit situation. I've been made redundant. It sucks. Sucks a bit, and then you're like, yeah, fuck it, make the most out of this. Oh, man. Bring in my money. Everyone's going to get fired sooner or later. Yeah. Well, it's not even getting fired, really. I Well, it was funny. I got given a choice. I either transfer, mm. or there ain't no job here for you anymore. I was like, oh, well, let me have a think about that. I sat at my computer, got the calculator out. <laughs> like, oh, I've got all this long service leave over to me. Sure. Got all this holiday pay still over to me. <laughs> I've been here this long. So I calculated how yeah. much I was going to get in Dude. long service. And I was like, I'm out. I'm Dude. out. Fuck this place. <laughs> Dude, they probably knew that number before they even spoke to you. They probably already knew what the... I'm not 100% certain they did because when I was really? like... Well, I don't know because when I said to them, yeah, I'll take the redundancy because they they were like, well, there ain't no job for you if you leave. If, mm. And I was like, well, I'll take the redundancy. And they're like, well, it isn't redundancy. And I was like, well, it is because you've just told me <laughs> there's exactly no job here. Is, yeah. you, so you can't fire me at this point yeah. in time because I've done nothing wrong. Right, so they sort of blundered into it. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> right. And I said, that's fine. I'll take my X amount of dollars. And they were like, what? And I'm like, I'll take the X amount of dollars. And they're like, oh, we'll get back to you from... HR or whatever, and they go back, yeah, well, that's what it is. And I'm like, I fucking know what it is, mate, because I sat there and worked it out exactly to the set. Yeah, like you said, not not a bad deal. So, yeah. All anyway. told. <laughs> Took the money and ran. It was great. Anyway, um, the Ricky Gervais, have you seen some of the jokes that he did on it? I've seen bits and pieces of it. I hadn't really sought out to watch the whole thing. Have you, I only saw his little monologues, or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Fucking funny. And, and, clearly just there to outrage I think in some way shape or form from him he's just like fuck it I don't care anymore yeah but I mean he's been doing that shtick for four years now yeah I love it I love it I love how people have been offended by by the whole thing when it's just like who's offended oh there's been journalists that have got the shits about it they, how come oh they just thought that it, it was um, taking a crack at people that shouldn't don't deserve it and what billionaires yeah cry themselves to sleep I mean on the one of the Weinstein, of money one of the Weinstein things they were like that's unfair unfair to Harvey Weinstein well he made a joke at the end of it about Harvey Weinstein he was like you know um look you'd have to watch it I don't know that's, what the joke that's was. where he has a he twists it and goes oh just because he's you know one of your pals that's 
that, that's something it. like that and he, they're all like oh and he goes don't fucking don't you, you fucking work for him not me exactly exactly yeah <laughs> so they, I don't think they were happy about that I, I think they were um, not happy about him saying that the um, the foreign press secretary or whatever it is foreign press I don't know what don't the fuck they call I'm sure it was foreign press or something like that were racists or something like that oh sorry you're talking about the people that organised the Golden Globes yeah yeah, he basically slagged them off too. Yeah, and then the cameraman pans out, and the audience is like ninety eight percent white. Yeah, so <laughs> accurate. Yeah, I know, but it's just uh, I, look. I thought the whole thing was great from him. I like Ricky Gervais. Yeah, I love his jokes. He's very clever. We're biased because we're fans of the guy. I, I just think he's very clever. It, it just made me want to watch. So I watched Humanity that night. Oh, you're inspired. Yeah, yeah. Even though I've watched it before, it's just, and sure. just the jokes are just they're on point. They're so funny. They're just. Well, yeah. I think a lot of his his commentary seems to have been along the lines of what you're saying about, you know, if you're making a charitable donation, you don't have to make a song and dance about it, right? Yeah. And it's the same point he's made about all of these Hollywood celebrities that, he, you know, he, they're fighting for this cause, they're woke, they're doing this. And it's like, well, not necessarily. Like, you're kind of hypocritical. Like, look at the business you're in and yeah. the company you keep, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they were, the, funny, the other funny thing he was saying is, you know, if ISIS started up a, a streaming service, you'd, you'd all be fucking <laughs> working for them. Up, yeah. You'd be straight on there. Yeah. Um, and I think anyone at that... Again, it's the fourth time he's done this. If like, anybody's surprised by what he said, they're idiots. Exactly. He did make a really funny joke. I think the other one, there was a, a Prince Andrew joke that everyone thought that went too far. <laughs> did you see that one? No, but... I. A shame it probably didn't go far enough, really. No, it was actually at Leonardo DiCaprio's expense. Oh, because he always has... Really young chicks. Young, and they were saying that girlfriend. when he went to um, that movie that he just did with um, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They said that it was so long that when Leonardo DiCaprio turned up with his date, by the time the movie ended, the date was too old, so he had to get rid of her. <laughs> and Leonardo DiCaprio was pissing himself laughing. And he's just like, even Preet Andrew's like, come on, mate. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me of another cool thing about Keanu Reeves is like, again, he's like a Hollywood star. His missus old as fuck, isn't she? Girlfriend's basically the same age as him. Has, you know, a well-matured uh, career in being an artist. Yeah. Just, yeah, doesn't have that need to get the starlet on his arm. Who's... He's, keep, he's keeping it real, kind of. I think someone, the, the article I read was comparing it to Dennis Quaid, who's like even older than Keanu Reeves, who's just in, become engaged to a chick who's like 21 years old or something. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's never who, a good, who's, never gro a good who's grosser? Let, let's, let's ponder this one. Uh, who's well, grosser? Okay. <laughs> the old dude for getting with a chick that's fucking quarter of his age? Yeah. Or what's she up to? Yeah, it's one of those things where you're almost in like a bit of uh, self-delusion, right? It's like, oh no, we're in love. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, well... No, no, you, you love the presents he's buying you and the money he's got, and he loves the young pussy. I think if they're laying in bed at night and their inner self is thinking about it, they know the truth. Yeah, well, I, just, I just told you the truth. And everyone else sees it and thinks it. And I'm not saying it's impossible. I mean, obviously, you know, love is love, blah, blah, blah. But... Yeah, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> that brings me to another another thing that happened actually while we were in Perth. The um, 
you know I've said to you before that sometimes just like spur of the moment you'll see an old dude walk past you with a really young Asian bride and yeah. your just instant thought is you've mentioned this before <laughs> instant thought is you know yeah. mail order I'm 99% certain we saw a reverse of that whole situation in Perth it was an older woman. How, how's it a reverse situation? It was an old, old Asian woman with a young white bloke. Right. It was weird. Something else I noticed in Perth, though. Fucking homeless people. Truly. Oh, mate. I'm telling you, like, fucking Sydney's got nothing on this place. They were fucking everywhere. I suppose it's nice and warm. Well, it's not warm there all the time, is it? I guess if you're homeless on the East Coast... You can kind of move around a bit, but if you're homeless in Perth, you don't really have anywhere else you can go. I was, I was honestly shocked. There was lots of homeless people there. I blame Gina Reinhardt. In in a in a small, <laughs> like you've been to, have you been to Perth CBD? No, well, I've, only time I've been there was for my aunt's wedding. It was kind of like a in and out sort of mission, so I didn't really go through the city. The CBD's not massive. Mm. I put it on the scale of. I would say the CBD's like Parramatta size. Okay, yeah. Like the Parramatta CBD. Yep. Maybe a little bit bigger, I don't know. Um, but, honestly, like we walked five blocks mm. and there were fucking, I reckon I saw 20 or 30 homeless people. Right. They weren't necessarily clumped together, but there was like a long stretch where there were yeah, they're a just, bunch. Yeah, there's a few here, a few there, a few, it was fucking crazy. It was, it, I was honestly flabbergasted. I was like, did, like the city's pretty clean as cities go. It's very clean, but certain areas of it were fucking scum central. Yeah, it's a bit sad, isn't it? Yeah, I was. Yeah, not trying to do Perth out of any tourism, but because the rest of the city was quite nice, I actually liked it. But just the yeah, the bums everywhere was just crazy. Bums. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm just trying to lighten the mood. If you can't treat a tramp, who can you treat? Yeah, true that. <laughs> it saddens me a little bit homeless people I always get a little bit depressed and feel sorry for them but then I just think well look at what point did you kind of not help yourself here or what point did you put yourself in this situation or should I even feel sorry for you is this something you want maybe I mean yeah everyone's story is going to be different yeah I mean it just brings me back to the time when I was in London and I was we'd have a buffet breakfast and I'd always grab a shitload of food and just toss it in my bag and then saw a homeless person I'd give them some food some fresh fruit and whatnot. so I'm sure that's the kind of thing they're lacking probably and, yeah and um, yeah did it for a few days it worked out really well I'd give it to people at the train station and until this one junkie <laughs> was clearly trying to get money for meth I tried to give him food she lost her fucking oh, shit threw the food at us oh my god <laughs> I want the fucking money fuck off with your fucking food I seriously was going It's the <laughs> oh, first man. time I've wanted to square up to a chick. I really wanted to just smack her in the fucking mouth because I was like, you fucking ungrateful cunt. Seriously, you're begging, you're fucking begging outside McDonald's and I go to give you some fresh food and you fucking throw it at me, you fucking ungrateful piece of shit. It's not good, is it? No. Piss me off a bit. But again, sad story to that one, I'm sure. I don't think anyone would choose to be in that situation. No, but when you're going to act like that, fucking, they deserve to be in it. Well, look, sometimes everyone wakes up grumpy, man. <laughs> in bad mood. <laughs> well, 
Talking about drunk, grumpy, have you seen the new... <laughs> You're talking about junkies. Well, this is kind of a junkie. <laughs> have you seen the new series on Netflix, Dracula, done by the people that did Sherlock? Um, I've seen it promoted, but I haven't watched it. I've watched it. I've got a lot of free time at the moment, so I've watched it. Sure. Uh, I don't think I even watched the Sherlock show, so... I'd... Sherlock was awesome. Fucking fantastic. That was uh, with Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. <laughs> Doctor Strange <laughs> that guy um, anyway I'm not going to get into what Dracula was like whether you like it or not or, but... how, how can you watch Dracula after you've watched What We Do in the Shadows the, well, all, yeah, all, well, it was obviously it... the superior choice yeah yeah I know it is I'll, I'll break that but what <laughs> what my question is is Dracula honestly a bad person like is, they put is him he a, a, is he a person at all they, they put him as an evil entity sure but is he actually evil or is he just... <laughs> talking about a mythical well, you know, character. All right. Yeah, I know. It's Do I think Dracula is evil? Hypothetical question. <laughs> Probably. Right. So let's, let's look at the facts, go, go. right? Well, all the mythical <laughs> facts. facts. You, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the, the, the Dracula facts are he kills people and drinks their blood. Yep. He finds a bit of amusement in the whole thing a little bit. He likes... Likes the hunt, he likes that sort of thing. But let's flip the coin, right? If Dracula is like a predatory animal, like a a lion chasing down a gazelle or something like that, yeah, is he evil? I don't think you call an animal evil. Well, but Dracula's an animal too, uh, in theory. <laughs> but you'd, you'd hold. Drac- he's he's in a situation, right, where he's it's it's his his instinct. There's nothing you can do about it. His instinct is to kill people. Can't he can't help that he enjoys it? Just he, he does. Yeah, but I mean, a, a serial killer has the same instinct, right? We put him in jail, and you know, <laughs> if you know the difference between right and wrong. Yeah, but Dracula can't live without fucking drinking blood, so he has to do it. How much blood does he need? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. Can he do a deal with the Red Cross? Well, there is that situation in Blade, isn't there? So. It's so silly that we're discussing. We're talking about Dracula 1500s, right? There's no Red Cross. There's no Red Cross. Um, uh, you know, there's tribes in Africa who traditionally will make a, a drink that's sort of part milk, part blood. So they're like... Yeah, that's cow's blood, isn't it? Yeah, what I'm saying is they can nick the, yeah. the, the artery or whatever it is, the vein, get enough blood to make a, a tasty blood milkshake or whatever the fuck they're doing. Yep. Um, if you can do that with a cow, you can do that with a person, right? Yeah, possibly. So he doesn't have to kill somebody. Well, in some situations he doesn't. That's the thing. He just he just drinks some of their blood and comes up like. But is that is that the deal where if he fangs them, they turn into a, a vampire? Uh, how does, that's how does what that lost me a little bit in this situation. It works different on different. Yeah, this one was a bit. They just the more like if he drinks a bit of them, and he keeps going back, they slowly sort of wither away and die yeah slowly like the hair starts falling out the fingernails start falling out they become more decrepit yeah and he becomes more and more younger so he's like sucking the life out of them so it's not yeah it's not just drinking the blood it's the life essence and that's what seems to happen with him and he also gets all their memories and all their um oh right he learns from them so originally when you meet him he's like he's got this romanian accent or transylvanian accent and he's there's a English guy there and he starts drinking this dude's blood, which he didn't know about. He was doing it when he was sleeping or whatever. Um, 
and then his accent becomes English and he's <laughs> and he's but he becomes younger and younger and younger as the days go on. That's an interesting idea, yeah. Um but I mean like he's gotta do what he's gotta do to survive, yeah. What you, why not do it um Dexter style? Only only drink blood from the baddies. Yeah, well that's fair. You enough. do it that way. Yeah, yeah. But like the way it's normally depicted is it's like some, you know, damsel. Yeah. That happened on the last episode, but it was more it didn't seem to happen too much. Yeah. But it was. I'll just. I had to. I pose. I had to pose the or ponder it <laughs> can, in my can, mind. Can you be an ethical Dracula? Well, no. I just. I just thought. You know what? He's only doing what's normal to him, and mm. a lion does what's normal to them, and a snake does what's normal to them. You wouldn't say they're. E- well, some people say snakes are evil, but that's fucking idiots. But <laughs> I. I disagree. I, mean? I don't think there's an equivalency between, you know animals which operate purely on instinct versus human or humanoid who's got a consciousness who can put themselves in a third mind can empathize and rationalize with other people other creatures it's the same argument that says you shouldn't you know people shouldn't mistreat animals yeah because you know better but you, you okay let me put this to another it's okay for you to kill a cow and eat it yeah what makes that animal have more rights to live or die than a human. Uh, my personal rationalization is there's a level of consciousness to an animal like a cow that means it's it's bred for that purpose. Well, so would it be okay then for Dracula to eat dumb shits? I don't a cow a, a cow that's been ethically raised and killed has, has lived an okay life. You know, yeah, okay, you've lived an okay life so it's okay for Dracula to come and eat off you. <laughs> I mean the argument's there it's a fair argument I, I I disagree that there's an equivalence between a person and an animal that's that's what it's based on yeah I don't know I don't I don't agree but anyway that's my opinion I just I had to sit there and think that I think Dracula's not evil I think he's just doing what's normal to him give, give Dracula a free pass I think you need to give him a bit of a and zombies I mean you've got to give <laughs> them zombies while they're at it well you've got to give them <laughs> well, they don't know what they're up to zombies zombies are dumb fucking asses anyway they're just like brains whatever it is they fucking do in these days sure they're just natural they're, they're zombies especially they're literally running on instinct aren't they nothing but instinct <laughs> Uh, at that point, yeah. Generally, that's the way it's depicted. So, they're not evil then? No, and I don't think at that point there should be any reservations about killing a zombie either to defend yourself. No, well, I don't think there's it's any like problem killing, with killing something to defend yourself. You're not killing grandma. Grandma's gone. It's a zombie now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can take it out. No shit's given at that point. Sure. <laughs> and especially because it's a... Def- self-defense scenario have you ever done one of those tests online you can do these tests online to see how you would fare or survive in a zombie apocalypse no by answering but straight away i'd question the validity of an online test for that purpose. oh no it's, it's just entertainment value <laughs> right. entertainment value you've never done one i've told you before if it's if it's the end of the world it's the apocalypse right just i just jump off a bridge it's why bother? I don't know. I went like it was more of an attitude test to see whether or not you'd have the attitude to be. A, you don't want to live in that world. I'd, I'd, I don't care. I'd still I'd still fight for everything I got. I don't know, man. I think it's a tough call. Like that idea. Of, like, no one wants to live in Mad Max. Like, well, that'd be fun. Roam the desert, fighting in war bands. That's not. We're not cut out for that, Dave. 
you're, you're, you're not cut out let's for that. Be real. I reckon I could be. Dude, <laughs> I mean, that's one of the things that... But the older I get, the less I am. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, these communities, they've been cut off by the bushfires for like a week with no power, no water. You know, that's getting rough enough. Uh, how come they haven't gone rogue yet? <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, multiply that by a hundred is what you're talking about. Yeah. Zombies taking over the world. That's... You don't want to be part of that, man. I mean, I've already kind of fortified my house by putting these metal shutters on the front. I, I'm slowly trying to Dude. slowly trying to zombie-proof my house as it is. <laughs> if, if your wife, if your internet was down for two days, you'd probably be angry. Just because there's no, no internet. Dude, I get angry the minute it fucking does drop out. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what the fuck? So, yeah, I don't, I don't think the post-apocalypse is for me. Fair enough. I, yeah, pass. Fair enough. I did get my wife to watch one episode of, since we were talking about um, what we do in the shadows, I did get her to watch one episode. Oh, yeah. What was the reaction? She thought it was pretty funny. And it was only because every time we go into like one of those $2 shops, mm. I'd be like, creepy paper. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck are you going on about? <laughs> like, creepy paper. She's like, it's fucking crepe paper. And I was like, no, it's creepy paper. <laughs> I saw that they've... Um announced Mark Hamill will be in the second season of that show. Oh, there's going to be another season? Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's going to be sick. So I assume it's just some sort of guest appearance. I hope he's on it full time. Do you know he does the voice for Joker, the animated? I'd heard that, yeah. He fucking does a good voice on it, I reckon. I think for a long stretch there, he was doing a lot of voice acting work. Yeah. He's a funny dude, man. I've um, listened to some podcasts where he's been interviewed on there and he's actually quite a cool dude. He doesn't take shit too serious, right? No. Like the whole, you know, Star Wars fan base is like, that's a pretty wild beast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of him. But the other, I hope, what's his name's back? What's the dude's name? Oh, what's his name? Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, the one that's from those other TV shows we like watching. Um, oh, you fucking know and you're just winding me up now. <laughs> the English actor, the funny fucker. Mark Barry. Yeah, yeah. He's in the main cast. I assume that the whole the original cast is returning. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't sure. I just saw the headline about Mark Hamill. But! <laughs> um, yeah, because you actually ended up watching the film as well, right? Yeah, the film was okay, but I think the TV, the TV show was better, I reckon. Yeah, tough and, call. I guess it, I, I saw the film first. That's probably why I'm sentimental about it. Yeah, fair enough. So you know the chick that's in it? The, the leggy vampire? Lady Vampire. <laughs> She's actually an English comedian. I've seen her on a whole heap of um, 8 out of 10 cats. Ah, oh, okay. You finally connected the dots. And that, well, I saw her on 8 out of 10 cats and I'm like, fuck, I know who she is. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, ah. Oh. But she gets, do you know where she gets her accent from? Her dad's, a, a, I think her dad's Cypriot. Ah, oh, okay. So she's, and whenever she's doing like, the piss off here. <laughs> when she's taking the piss out of her dad, she puts the same accent on that she does for. That's perfect. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I always like that feeling when you you recognize someone and then you know your subco- subconscious delivers the the solution with like not even like you think about it for a bit and you go ah whatever but then like 10 minutes later you just sit up and go she's the chick from what we do in the shadows yeah if i've got an <laughs> inkling that i think it's somebody and i don't know what their name is i'm straight on imdb uh, i start trying to do the degrees of separation and I'm just like I know she's in this movie yeah. so I'm just going to look at this movie and then I can backtrack to see if she's this chick in this movie yeah. that's what yeah <laughs> I'm usually right actually I always pick it quite a lot yeah did you figure out what the go was with the New South Wales state government 
Yeah, the coalition. <laughs> Still doesn't take away the stupid fucking name she's got. Beris Jiglian. Uh, what is it? What's her fucking name? Why are you asking me? I can't say it. Berejiglian. 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 It's Berejiglian. I think that's a K. Because yeah. it's Jiglian. It's jiggly. Oh, that's why I think it's funny. She's like a she's like a fucking a jelly. She's all jiggly. She's a nasty piece of work, man. Did you see the? Oh, she's a fucking piece of shit too. There was an interview with her in Newcastle mm. where she got asked a question by um, a local reporter, and they were openly mocking him. The reporter. Yeah. Her and the the local government dude were openly mocking the reporter, and I'm just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you retarded?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The politician's first job is usually to deflect, right? That's why Trump is ordering airstrikes on Iranian generals. It's like impeachment. What impeachment? Look over there. Here's the thing that's happening. Yeah, it seems to be good timing, doesn't Pretty it? Pretty convenient World timing. War well. Have a little a little flare up and then everyone backs uh, down again. Yeah, is it going to be a, flare, a little flare up? It's yeah. You reckon? Iran doesn't want to go to war with America. Oh, is that why they shot missiles at them? Are you fucking dreaming? No, no. They they they, they want to fuck some shit up. They they shot missiles at targets they you know hinted they were going to be shooting at in the open. So Americans knew those missiles were coming. Yeah. No one was. No one. No, there weren't even injuries from those attacks. But it's enough for the Iranian state to say, look, we retaliated. We, you know, flexed on the world stage. But not enough to then get America to respond and escalate and blah, blah, blah. And away you go. Have you heard that that plane that went down, they reckon that was shot down by a missile as well? Probably accidentally. Probably accidentally. <laughs> it's happened many times in the past. Yeah. Americans have done it a couple of times. Russians have done it a few times. Still... Not good timing, though, is it? That's what happens when tensions are escalated. People get jittery on the the launch buttons, right? Yeah, it's tense times in the world. Fucking trace it back. Blame your mate Trump. Oh, it's not my fucking mate. The no, bloke's no, a fucking maniac. Your mate, but obviously he's he's had support. They voted for the dude. Oh. Look at where it's gotten them. When do they? When's the new the next vote for that fucking idiot? Uh, it's November, isn't it? Oh, it's this year. Fuck yeah, it's this year. Oh god, if he stays in, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, at that point, you just got to go. You're, you're all fucking idiots over there. Well, you're all fucking that's, idiots. That's the feeling that happened when he was elected in the first place. You, c- <laughs> I wonder sometimes if it's just like people have gone long and just for a fu- ah, I'm gonna vote for him just for a fucking laugh, and Dude, too many people did. That's it. pretty much how Brexit happened. Oh. Fuck. No politics. <laughs> it's too depressing yeah anyway I was supposed to go to um, Bear's presentation tomorrow but I've decided not to go so what's the point I only came fifth not gonna, not gonna get a trophy fuck him sounds hypocritical oh no it's a fucking nightmare having to go Sound, sounds like uh, you your same criticism about people donating money no 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 there's nothing in it for me I didn't want I'm to not dra- gonna go I didn't want to drag my family all the way up to Sydney oh fair enough for good excuse good excuse the only reason I was gonna be going up there was to have a few beers uh, oh. fucking do that at home that's right because you still can't drive well I've not it's recommended that you don't no it's I am allowed to drive it's just that I shouldn't do it for long periods of time yeah yeah that's what I meant oh okay well yeah to fucking Sydney yeah, yeah. catch a train if you love bears you'd make it happen yeah I've not even renewed my <laughs> membership 
Yeah, fair enough. Because really. I'm not going to race for the next six months, sure. so fuck it, there's no point. Can't argue with that. So, I don't even know if I want to race at all this year. I might just do a few track days. Yeah. Get back into it next year. There's no point getting, starting a race halfway through the season. Yeah, makes sense. So, unless, it, yeah, anyway. They've fucking changed all the rules and shit, and it's, I don't know, they're fucking changing all the race. They're having feature races on the weekend, I can't get my head around how the fuck they're working it. I don't know. Anyway, what else? Let it play out, see how it's going. Yeah, see how it goes next year and whatnot. So, good plan. You know, I'll, I'm leaving on top. I beat Troy Bellis. I'm out. <laughs> Do the Nico Rosberg. Yeah. Just retire when you're on top. <laughs> Sell all my shit. I'm done. The undefeated champ. Well, not really a champ. Well, coming fifth, fifth and fourteenth in two different championships. But I'd say that's not too bad for your first outing. Yeah, it's not too bad. So. So you got nothing else out of the month we've been away. You had nothing it's apart been from being busy, man. Surely something's happened to you that you're like, oh, I should talk about this. What's happened with the Hawks? That's just depressing. I, do you know what? I actually saw on Facebook <laughs> this morning. Somebody from the University of Wollongong, one of those pages on Facebook. Mm. He was at, um, is it Mr. Glass or whatever the fuck they call themselves now? The Glass House? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. On... Mark um, Crown Street there. Yeah, so he was there and apparently Lamello Ball was there. It used to, it used to be a glass house. I think now it's called Mr. Crown. Mr. Crown, that's it. Mr. Crown. It, yeah. He was there. Lamello Ball was Ew. there and this dude's gone up to him and is like, hey, can I get a photo? And Lamello's just like, didn't even say no, just fucking ignored him. And the bloke's like, fuck him then. Fuck Lamello Ball. <laughs> Surely he was surrounded by some of his toughies. I don't know, but it was just like, there was a heap of people that were like, well, you know, I'm out trying to do my own, do my own thing, and you got oh, how dude. many how many chumps coming up to me asking for photos? I'm, he's probably getting the shits with it. The the expectation that people have on celebrities is ridiculous. But if I'm honest, I wouldn't fucking know who he was if I saw him at the club or the pub or whatever. I'd be just like, oh. uh, with basketballers, it's a bit different because they are freakishly. Tall. Oh yeah, I'd know he was you'd, a basketballer, you'd notice, you'd but I wouldn't them. know who he was. Yeah, because oh, I saw a heap it's of pretty, them it's last. Pretty, pretty big deal that he's. Being the gong. Yeah. Anyway, it was pretty funny that this bloke's called him out. It was like, oh, fuck it, wouldn't take a photo with me. Yeah, see, I don't think, I don't think I've ever really been a sort of person to even think that I'd go and approach a, a celebrity like that. I just, no. I, it's an instant cringe because I'm like, it's just an imposition to put on someone. No, I, I've never, I mean, the only thing I've ever done is take the piss out of one or yell at them. <laughs> heckled. heckled. Straight up heckle them. I did it to Michael Klim once. Oh yeah, the Aussie swimmer. Yeah, that's the first celebrity I think I've ever I ever saw in Australia. And you heckled him. I heckled him. Me and my mate heckled him straight up because he. They I, should have. They should have just given you a citizenship there and then. It was fucking hilarious. He was in a petrol station <laughs> in, um, I think it was in Mitchell in Canberra. Oh right. And he's pulled up and he's in this. I don't know. He was in a Holden or something rather, but he just won a Porsche like six months before or something rather. Oh, what, like at a swim meet or something? Yeah, he's won some Porsche or whatever. Right, right, right. But because he was sponsored by Holden, wasn't allowed to drive it. <laughs> so he's pulled up this Holden and we're like, how's your Porsche, you fuckwit? Ah! <laughs> oh, God. For every day he drives, drove that Commodore is what he got. We Real. thought it was funny. We just got in the car and drove off. He's probably gone wankers. But I don't care. <laughs> no, that, that would erode his soul. One heckle at a time. Yeah. Who was the other bloke we saw? Daryl Beatty. Remember when we saw him? Oh, the MotoGP. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, it's Daryl Beatty. Look at his fucking yeah. peanut head. <laughs> he did have a funny shaped head. <laughs> that was the, my that initial was reaction. Was just to yell at him that he's got a head like a fucking peanut. 
<laughs> Actually, now that you've talked about that that nightclub, Mr. Crown, I do remember one time when I was in uni, I saw Mike Whitney down there. I was there with you. Serious? Yeah, I remember Mike Whitney being there, and he's got all these chicks around him, and he's an old sleazy dude because he was doing the week Sydney weekender in Wollongong. It was the greasiest thing I've ever seen. I was there with you. I remember it. He's there with his soul glow, friggin' Jerry curl haircut. Yeah, and yeah, just surrounded by half a dozen age inappropriate girls. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I I definitely remember that happening because I was going to bring that up. That's hilarious that you were there. (laughs) Oh yeah. I don't know if that was indicative of like if he's a a Me Too candidate or if it was just a random situation, but yeah, it definitely looked like he was trying to tune. Oh, it was dodge teenage girl. It was dodge. What's a fucking <laughs> middle aged man doing at fucking the glass house? Like, what are we doing there? That's the main question. Yeah, even that was dicey, and I think we were twenty one <laughs> at the time or something. Weren't we? Oh well, these these are the hazards you're gonna have to navigate as a a freshly minted university student. Pick that piece of paper up to you. When you right there, mate. Go and eat the chip roll challenge or whatever it is. Yeah, do you saw I posted you on that? <laughs> I've, that I've seen that. I actually know the person that was in the um, the shot for that event. Oh, do you? Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> one of it's the wife of one of Marty's mates. Oh yeah, another comedian. Fair enough. There you go. Certificate of achievement awarded to David Cholton. Mate, I could from put, you, from you, mate. I, I could print this out and put my name oh, on it. Fuck it. <laughs> so I had to do three. I had to do three different things. No one wants to hear about your homework, man. One of them, mate. I, I'm now calling myself officially woke because I passed the course, and it was about like <laughs> acceptance of people and and um, you know calling people out for doing the wrong thing with drunk chicks and blokes and whatnot and all the rest of it. It's and quite a turnaround from being called a boomer to becoming woke. You can be a boomer and be woke, can't you? I think they're contradictory, surely. Well, I thought being woke was like being accepting accepting of... These are all the characteristics that boomers are not. They're only interested in, in their own. See, <laughs> I've only been called a boomer and I've picked up on it now. It's it's Apparently, it's a big mean thing that's going around. If you sure. say something that an old person would say, it's okay, boomer. Yeah. So I got called it the other day too. That's why it's the anti-woke. Yeah. So this is what happened, right? <laughs> Actually, I'm going to tell you what happened because it was kind of funny. <laughs> Go ahead. It's like the day of enrollment everyone's fucking getting all uptight on the Facebook pages about, oh, I, oh fucking, I'm getting panicky about the enrollment and blah, blah, blah. And this, like at this point, you should be prepared. Enrollment starts at midnight or whatever it is. You've got 30 days to enroll or fucking 60 days or whatever. There's no rush. There's no you, panic. You don't want to even know how I went about this process. No. <laughs> I did it at midnight. Bang on. <laughs> fucking hell. But it was nine o'clock in Perth where I was. So I just said, fuck it, I'll do oh. it while I'm here. Well, there you go. It's so, not, not as extreme as you're trying to make it But some it other people were doing it at midnight. You, over you here. had a competitive advantage. Yeah, I did. It was funny because I actually spoke to someone. She goes, oh, I thought I'd do it, do it straight away. And I was like, <laughs> she goes, I'm really tired now. I was like, it's only fucking nine o'clock. Ah. Anyway, um, this chick, she was obviously completely unorganized. I don't even think she'd actually accepted her offer is what happened, right? Oh, God. So she's like, I don't have my student ID which you get when you've accepted sure. your offer and all this shit. And, oh, I don't fucking this. And, oh, and I'm like, have you done this? Have you done... I'm trying to talk her through each step on Facebook, trying to talk it through it, trying to help her, right? Yeah. And I was fucking online for about an hour trying to help her through this process to figure out where she might have gone wrong. And in the end, it got down to the point of you need to ring Student Central in the morning and you need to talk to them. Yeah. Something's obviously gone wrong here. And then she goes, what's their number? Oh, 
And at this point, I just went, you're fucking serious. And I went, you're an adult now. It's time you started sorting this shit out for yourself. There's a thing called Google. <laughs> Look it up yourself. Because at this point, you're just taking the piss. And that's when you got snapped with the OK. OK, boomer, is what I got back from her. Fuck. So, like a savage in response, immediately I'd go, yeah, well, who's organised for enrolment? This boomer. Suck it, was my response. <laughs> and I got heaps of likes and laughs underneath it. So I'm glad people saw that scenario for what it was. She's a fucking idiot. Like, seriously, at that point, like, I'm trying to help you. I didn't call you an idiot. I was being like... What's the phone number? And then you fucking bite the hand that feeds you because I was like, come on, you, I think at this point you need to start sorting this shit out for yourself a little bit. Absolutely. Like, you're going to be fucked when you go to uni if you can't even look for a fucking phone number. Well, I guess in some ways it's the, the first test. Can you enroll for a subject yeah but it's funny the questions i see pop up there oh am i supposed to am I, have you read what the emails that have come out Pe- to you have people you... don't read shit man well like it gives you the information there there's all these get started Dude. fucking pages on the uow site what the fuck have you been doing the last couple of months i'll tell you what you've been doing you've been doing fucking jaeger bombs or whatever it is you kids do these days <laughs> look and i'm not even saying that's the wrong thing to do but yeah you got you're right you go to a point where you go like Sort yourself out, right? <laughs> I mean, there's a get started program thing they're doing in a couple of days, which I'm going to, and there's all these people going, oh, do I have to go? You don't have to go. You don't have to do shit at uni. You don't have to turn up to anything. That's actually a really good point. Like, 98% of the university experience is Making self, choices self-motivated. Like, you don't have to be there. Yeah. You know, you know mum and dad might be mean to you when you turn up at their house to do your laundry because you're not doing well at uni, but... Fuck, that's about it. But it's their choice. It's what life comes down to, Dave. Anyway. Choices we make. Yep. So I'm woke. That's the way I was getting out there. <laughs> I, think, I think the jury's out. You might have a piece of paper, but I'm going to reserve judgment. Whatever. <laughs> no, that's when you're supposed to say, okay, boomer. Fuck, you can't even... You know what? I'm not going to do it because I think it's derogatory. To who? To you. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say to boomers. No. Like, fuck that. No, I think it's shit. Calling somebody that's obviously not a boomer a boomer. <laughs> but is, is it... It's ageist. If I was to say that, I would not be woke anymore. No, boomer's not necessarily an age. It's a state of mind, right? I think it's an age as well. At its core, my interpretation is it's a state of mind which is overly represented in old people. Or, yeah. You know, the, the baby boomer generation. There's been a few things I've typed back to these sorts of comments mm-hmm. and i've just thought Ooh, if i say that it definitely opens me up to being a massive boomer <laughs> like who owns their own house motherfucker call me what you like exactly boomer <laughs> that'd be like throwing a grenade in dude yeah i know <laughs> i know that's why that's, i was just like delete that's like exhibit a <laughs> fucking boomer <laughs> it's a shit insult though isn't it it really is i uh, i think it's clever because because boomers who get offended by it the same people that call people sensitive millennial snowflakes, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, you need your safe spaces. Okay, boomer. Uh, I'm so offended. <laughs> now who's the snowflake? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best thing is just to react the way I did. By taking oh. on board. I'm a fucking boomer, but I'm the one organized. Fuck you, motherfucker. Uh, that's that's a great way to empower yourself is, yeah, to take ownership over, over slurs that people are trying to use against you. Yep. Definitely. Anyway. How was, your, how was your Christmas? We haven't talked about Christmas. 
Christmas is done. Done. Finished. I haven't even except, had Christmas except yet. Except for you. I'm having Christmas tomorrow. You're having like some t- weird tight ass some... Christmas. Yeah, it's not tight ass Christmas. <laughs> we just we, my, I didn't have my son on Christmas Day. We've only just he's only just turned up for the Christmas holiday, so we're having Christmas tomorrow. I think it's a lovely idea. Yeah, so he gets two Christmases. Good yeah. for him. I, I think people that get stressed out about having to have like a super magical Christmas on Christmas. That's uh, sort of missing the point. Mm. I, I'm just telling everyone I'm doing it for religious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> just for a joke. So yeah, it's like it's like a Chinese New Year. It's just a few weeks later than the the, the regular one. Yeah, well, <laughs> I could have celebrated it twice because my old landlord from my business, yeah, he did Christmas twice. He did Christmas that everyone else celebrates, and because he's some weird religion, oh, like Orthodox something or other. Yeah, they have Christmas like ten days later. Okay, so he has Christmas twice, and I'm like, dude, you can't have it both ways. Oh, you can have two Christmases. I, th- I think that's just been... Oh, come on, mate. Pick pick a religion here. If you're going to pick a religion, pick one. Nah, I don't think it matters. I think Christmas is a fucking joke anyway. But Do what you want. At the end of the day, Christmas is just an excuse to you know, hang out with your family and friends and have a good time, right? Yeah. Well, look, Christmas tomorrow is just going to be... We've got hardly any gifts for each other, apart from my son's got a few, few things. Yep. I've kind of made it really fun. I've hidden shit all over the house. Mad. He's 13, and I've given him riddles on each present, and that's how he gets to find his next one. That's all time. It's fucking awesome. I've got shit laying around everywhere. Well, not everywhere, but I've got there's seven presents, and but some of the riddles are really good. Sounds like you're nailing it. What's what's for dinner? Uh, so we have a, a traditional English, so turkey, roast turkey, have that pretty sort of late lunch, yep. early dinner. Um, nice. Just eat fucking lollies and shit all day, and drink fucking booze, and you put on some Christmas carols. Maybe, probably just a bit of music, normal music, and then uh, some Christmas in the evening sure. we'll watch The Wanderers. Probably get fucking smashed as usual. We'll <laughs> watch them tomorrow. And, yeah, oh, sounds decent. Yeah, have a good day. Just gonna chill out and enjoy ourselves. Yeah, yeah. No, our, our Christmas was pretty good. Um, you know, we had had lunch and dinner provided for us. That's always good. I can't complain. No. Didn't you tell, send me an email saying that? You'd mm. eaten a kilo of ham and you were having some... Dude, I was still eating some of that ham tonight. <laughs> See, this is why I don't know why people go fucking mental for ham at Christmas. It ends up going <laughs> off or you end up with blocked bowels or some fucked up shit going well, on. Neither of those have struck me yet. But yeah, just been whittling away at it. Alison actually won it in a raffle, which is... Yeah. I think it tastes even sweeter. I got. We used to get given a ham at my old work. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it... I. I, I don't fucking like it that much, so it just go off. It stink. Yeah, you gotta like. You really got to hoe into it to get rid of it, or like wrap it up properly. I think the idea, if you're gonna get ham, you need like at least eight or nine people <laughs> to help you get through it. Cause well, that's how we kicked this ham off. As we had people over, Alison baked it in the oven with a, a glaze. It was pretty good. Wasn't it already ready to go? Yeah, but you can you can bake it and eat it eat it hot. Oh, really? Yeah, it changes the... Like, if you put extra stuff on it, it changes the flavour and everything. Oh, I've never done that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. That's but, something that um, new. Yeah, but we were down the coast um, at Dad's place, so able to hit the beach. Kids were able to get in the water. Yeah. Well, well I mean, everyone got in the water, but yeah, pretty cruisy. Like I said, low, low stress. Now, how would you feel in the situation where you said to your wife, look, what, what would you like for Christmas? Mm-hmm. Got to get you something. And she turns around and... She'd she... just say diamonds. Serious. Yeah. Well, my wife didn't. 
And mm. those, she's, she's made me feel guilty. Because she's turned around and she said, I'd like a dustpan and brush, but one of those ones you don't have to bend over for, like with a long handle. Dude, that's not a gift. No, that, I was like, come on, I've got to get you something else. No, no, that's all I want. Right. So I've got obviously gotten her it, but now I'm just like... You didn't buy anything else? Oh, I have. Oh, good. I have. Because that's, that's a surprise. That's a trap, my friend. No, no, no. But this is the problem with my, my with Catherine. It isn't. That's all she wants. Like, no. I'm, I'm you're, telling you're you. You're allowed to spoil someone at Christmas. Man. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've gotten a, a surprise. It's n- nothing major, but it's a surprise. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but yeah, you got to... You got to still... Yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> look, we spent a whole day in Perth trying to find something for her that she wanted. Couldn't get it. She wanted a pair of Huggies with sapphires and diamonds in it, like earrings. Okay. Couldn't get them anywhere. But it's good that she hasn't because now I can get them made for her at a birthday or something. Not going to be a surprise now though, is it Dave? She doesn't listen to this shit. <laughs> she knows I'm going to do it anyway. She's not stupid. She Problem knows. Solved. She went, She wanted a fucking Tanzanite fucking ring. So she got it. Actually, my, she bought it herself. But. My, my whole thing with gift giving is I, I almost don't want the hint. I don't want someone just to tell me what they want. And I won't, I won't ask someone what they want either. I, I like to put effort into finding the right gift yeah see the problem with that is I've found with my family especially mm. is you get garbage if you don't say this is what I want ah uh, yeah fair enough yeah yeah if you if, <laughs> if you're dealing with someone who's actually bad at giving gifts then that's probably an exception yeah my my mum was all about the amount she'd give you not the content of what that is Right. So you'd come down the stairs at Christmas in England, you'd come down the stairs, and there would be a fucking room full of presents. Like, it was fucking obscene, right? Right. But it was all garbage. Like, just really cheap. Cheap. Nasty shit. stuff. Yeah. And you're just like, I asked for three gifts. And instead of getting me those three gifts... It's a sea of trash. You've got me something like it, but a shit... Like... Uh. I wanted a Liverpool jersey. That's all I wanted. A genuine Liverpool jersey as a kid. That's all I wanted. Instead, she goes and buys me a cheap knockoff one that is clearly no. a shit version of it. No. And I wanted a specific radio control car. I even gave her the model. Like, this is oh. what I want. And instead, she goes and gets the cheap old Tandy version. So disappointing. And it's like... I, I don't understand parents who think they can get away with that. Do they think kids aren't going to notice or forget? What they asked for? I don't know. It was weird. And, but then she all this other shit. And you're just like, I don't want... Like, it's great that I've gotten it, but I don't want it. Yeah, you'd happily trade in I would twenty all presents. that away for yeah. a Liverpool shirt right now. Yeah. So... Bad deal, man. So that's why I always say to Hadrian, what do you want for Christmas? And, I've, you know... Sure. Yeah, and I, I do get... I, I've always had people asking for hints for what they should get me. Yeah. I'm like, so easy. It's just like a... Oh yeah, you're easy. To, you're <laughs> easy to buy for, but some people are really hard to buy for because they don't want anything. Yeah, and they're a fucking nightmare. Like Hadrian, he's such a good kid with stuff like that. You're like, what do you want? Eh, I don't want any. It's all right. It's like cash. Fuck. Just getting cash. Well, he, all he wanted this year was a fucking a FIFA FIFA twenty. Yeah. Like that's forty dollar fucking video game. Oh. Get him some credit so he can buy a virtual Liverpool jersey. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got some other shit so. I, I, my my personal. What are you? What are you thinking about? Uh, reckon about gift cards. It's an easy way out. You know what a gift card tells me? That's number one. I haven't put much thought into this. It's but two. Here's a present that's basically cash, but less useful than cash. 
unless it's one of those visa cards. Yeah, which is like just prepaid visa cards. Cash. No, but look, there's there's exceptions to it. I'd rather have cash than a gift card because my my brother got me a, a a gift certificate for um a sports store so I could buy some baseball gear, right? See, that's that, not that, bad. That, idea. That, that was good. I'm rating that because he knows that you want some baseball gear, but you've got to go and get the right stuff. Yeah, and, so that's good. And a lot of that stuff is probably more expensive than what would be appropriate as a gift yeah. anyway. So all good. Um, I think the other exception for me is uh, credit for Steam to buy video games because that's a great example where it's splurged to go and buy. Yeah, like uh, iTunes cards were in the day. Yeah. But I have to say in the day for iTunes cards, how ridiculous is that? <laughs> anyway. But if it's if it's a gift card to just like um I don't know, Bunnings or something like that. Yeah. And it's not it's not based on oh I want to go and buy a chainsaw or something. If it's just like, yeah, Bunnings card. Like, yeah, uh, if you turn around and said I want a chainsaw, but I'm not expecting you to buy that because it's too expensive. Yeah. And they exactly. give you a hundred bucks towards it. All good. That's a good idea. But if it's, it's just a random Woolies card or just something. Just a random JB Westfields. card or something like that. It's just like <laughs> Um, it's basically cash, but you can only use it in these in these shops. I think they're trying to say I've I've put a little bit of thought into it, no. but not enough to warrant. It's not. You don't think it's even that because they've gone and got a card. They haven't just gone. Eh, you can just have the contents of my wallet. <laughs> it's like because cash coins. is just like loose coins. Isn't yeah. It? No, but again, back to my original point. My gift giving principle is to try and do a good job. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and most of the time it just takes either you know paying attention and being organized like getting it done ahead of time if it's like oh shit it's someone's birthday tomorrow uh gift card yeah 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 see that's the problem a lot of people leave <laughs> like the typical the typical man like thing <sighs> that everyone reckons they leave it to the last minute i don't usually do that i've bought christmas presents way before hmm. yesterday however we went to the shops to do our final christmas shop for us I fucking lost my shit. I literally walked out and went, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. What, Christmas is cancelled? Well, the funny thing was, it wasn't even buying for anybody else. They were shopping for me. What was stressing you out? I just lost it. I'd had enough. Been in the shops for too long. I just... It's the first time I've been out for a long period of time after my operation. Arms starting to fucking irritate me. People in general just really fucking winding me up. We were in Kmart. I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find what I wanted to find. That pissed me off because <laughs> it, the fucking Kmart in fucking Shell Harbour, mate, makes no sense whatsoever. Looking for a rash shirt, right? Mm. You go to where the board shorts are, you'd think they'd be there, wouldn't you? Not it's a good, fucking chance. That's a good guess. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> Men's clothes go for every section, can't fucking find them. What the fuck? Was it like the sports gear? Couldn't find them. Could not find them. I just fucking walked out in the end and went, fuck this place. Still a mystery. So I, and I, it didn't help too that there were people walking past with their kids and the kids were fully fighting and the parents are just fucking screaming at their kids. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, fuck this shit. I've that does had, sound it. I've had like, it fucking enough. It does sound like the Kmart experience you expect. Oh, uh, <laughs> And then we went to Woolies to finish off our food shop and this woman, fuck, <laughs> I came close. I like was clenching my fists. That's how bad it was. She kept fucking stopping at the end of the aisle, but twisting a trolley to the point that nobody could get through. Blocking it up. Yeah. And I'm just like, and she wouldn't turn around and look to see who was behind her. Just stop. And she'd just stop and she'd stop and she'd just be looking around and I was just like, in the end, I'm just like, I, I fucking did one of these ones at the back. I was like, why didn't you say excuse me? Because we fucking did not she's doing the whole, 
<laughs> Fucking mouth breathing, not taking any... Like, fuck, mate. It just shat. Anyway, my shopping experience yesterday wasn't very good. Didn't help that we went... And I was fucking instantly hungry the minute we left the house, so I got hangry quickly. Uh, yeah. It actually sounds like going shopping with a toddler. Yeah, I, I don't. I, <laughs> I need see the problem with me when I go shopping is I need to know exactly what I'm getting and where I'm going to get it. You want to be efficient, right? You don't just want to wander around. And yesterday started <laughs> to be a bit of an aimless wander, trying yeah. to find something, and I was just like, "No good." We should have just done. We, we should have just done what I. I, I thought we should do, but I decided against better judgment to do it. Mm. We went into one shop. There was a rash in there, and I was just, yeah, we should just get it. Uh, Instead, yeah. we thought, ah, we'll just shop around and see Brutal. if I can find something a bit better. Yeah, It's a fucking rasher. Who gives a fuck? How often does that happen where you end up just going back to the first one you looked at anyway? Well, I didn't because I just walked out of the whole shopping center in the end. <laughs> Rage quit. Well, them all. <laughs> Catherine's like, just go and sit in the car, and I'll finish everything off. Yeah. It got that bad because I was like... I'll fucking Dude, stab everyone. Sometimes that's what you have to do, right? <laughs> the funny thing, well, I lost it. Everyone, not I, not stab someone, but <laughs> yeah, chill out. Yeah, I, I fucking started yelling at Catherine. I started yelling at Hadrian for no reason whatsoever. Oh, I started fucking taking it out on the people, the staff. I was like, "Fuck everybody! I hate the world." <laughs> Hopefully, your uh, delayed Christmas goes a bit better tomorrow. Eh? Yeah, hope so. We've got turkey. That was one other thing that frustrated me. Fucking hard it is to find a turkey. Uh, it's mental before Christmas every fucker's got turkeys for sale after Christmas can't find them for love nor money fucking mental sort of makes sense I guess well people still eat turkey you could have just got a really big chicken nah stop saying that (laughs) you don't get that flush through the system that you do from turkey it's fine I'm just taking the piss do you like turkey do you eat turkey I don't think I've ever craved turkey Turkey breast is the best. I'll eat a turkey. But, yeah. See, Christmas for me, and I think for a lot of people in Australia, is more about like fresh seafood. Yeah. Yeah, see, I can't get into that because I'm not a big seafood person. You don't like seafood. I don't mind some of it, but I just, yeah. Christmas, I must admit, since I've moved to Australia, Christmas just ain't Christmas anymore. I don't get that whole, you know, excitement coming up to Christmas. And I don't know whether it's just because... It's just because you're old, man. Well, see, the problem is, I thought that, I thought, oh, I'm getting old Christmas is shit anymore. Everyone, man. Now, I went back to England at winter, just after Christmas, and it started flooding back. The feeling, oh, it's winter, it's time of year, really. That's weird. It was, it was, yeah. Like, everyone is depressed that it's winter over there, and I'm just, like, getting excited. I love it. But it's not like it snowed or anything. Well, it fucking did, actually, but... Not sleep, but... Yeah. <laughs> but everyone's like, oh, fucking sleep on the road. It's fucking wet the whole time. The roads won't dry for, like, three months, because it's just... There's not enough sun or whatever, and, and I, I was I loved it. <sighs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm in Australia and it's fucking hot and dry and shit here. Or some, you know, oh, look, not I, shit. Sorry, it's hot and dry. I can I can get it, but nothing wrong with a summer Christmas. Yeah, I can. Like I said, man, some some prawns. Get down the beach for a swim. I'm trying to Aussie oh, it up with my my. Tur- I always cook the turkey in a barbecue. Sink sink a few tinnies. Yeah, we'll see. That's I drink drink some beers and cook the turkey on a barbecue. Yeah. Trying to Aussie up a little bit. Sounds like you got sorted. It cooks better on barbecue anyway, I reckon. Again, turkey, no idea. I was half expecting you to say you're going to have a, a, a turducken. Nah, not this year. I have done it. I know. <laughs> nah, I think turkey's better. We're going to have pigs in blankets, though. Oh, yeah. We actually went and got... So Coles do this really good English meat range, so you can get 
proper English Cumberland sausages yep. and they taste, they're, they're the real deal. There you go. You're creating your Christmas magic. But you can also get English style bacon. What's the difference? Well, I don't really know. <laughs> but I got it anyway. I've never bought it before. So I'm going to do my sausages wrapped in bacon with English style bacon. Fucking English style bacon. Fake news. <laughs> I think it's just the way that they, you know how they cut it up or whatever. No, no, no. I don't think it's a cut. I think it's, you know how they smoke it or whatever they do with bacon? Mm-hmm. Like they dry it out or I don't know what you the don't fuck they do with bacon. <laughs> they do it slightly differently. Like they have honey lake ham and plain sure. ham. I don't know. Something like that. Very good. Eggnog? Nah. I've never been an eggnog person, you? I didn't have any this year, but I like the nog. Do you have it with booze or just plain out of the carton? It's better with the booze. What booze do you put in eggnog? Just um, anything? Like a brandy. Something oh, okay. that's a bit sweet. Yeah. yeah, I've never gotten eggnog. Like It's just a bit weird, isn't it? But it's like, it's like a milkshake, right? And you know how I'm with sort of that sort of stuff. Bandit for it. Yeah. The best thing about eggnog is if you like it, most people don't. So you can usually get get it all to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind it. Like I've but it's just uh, it's like, mm. show you the carton's pretty plain. You got to kind of add stuff to it. Oh dear. Yeah, I think that's the truth. Yeah. Like okay. if you just drank eggnog from a carton, that's pretty pl- like it's not that special. Yeah. So we're leading off from Christmas and we're going to Australia Days coming up soon. Yeah. And I just made you try a new Aussie product before we start the podcast. Uh, yeah. That's- I don't know why I bought them. I thought it'd be a great idea. You know, you know how people want Australia Day to be sorry day? Yeah, yeah. Should be sorry day for those freaking chips. So, I don't know if people have been aware of these Lamington flavoured Smith chips. They're fucking gross. <laughs> Fuck, I'm, I'm actually shocked that you even bought them, thinking that'd be a good idea. I don't know what came over me. It was in my midst of my rage at the shopping centre and I just saw chips and I was like, fuck it, in the fucking shit. These will bring me joy. <laughs> not only did cursed. they not bring me joy they no. almost brought me vomit <laughs> no curse chips my son loves them he's got something wrong with him but <laughs> oh man you know what teenagers are like they just wolf anything down yeah oh as long as somebody likes them they would have gone to waste otherwise because I wasn't eating them <laughs> I'd be happy putting that shit straight in the bin yeah fair enough thanks Smiths ruined it but they've done all these other weird flavours that have kind of worked, like the snag and tomato sauce flavour. Yeah, but at least they're keeping things in the savoury ballpark. Mixing yeah. savoury with sweet like that's insane. Yeah. You don't... If you take a bite of a chip, you're expecting it to be a bit saltier, right? It would have been okay if it was salted caramel, maybe? Like a really salty caramel? Yeah. You could almost put up with that, I reckon. Almost. Because it works with the jats and chocolate. No, aren't it's Jack's chocolate that works because it's like salted caramel but it doesn't work the other way around yeah you a, couldn't put chocolate on a Jack's it would be fucking gross yeah. well maybe you could I don't know but you can't put it on a chip but that's it, for sure I mean you can do all this stuff but it's not the best idea right no it definitely wasn't the best idea some, some things just aren't meant to be put together I think I think Woolies is going to have a lot of these stuck on the shelf because they're not mm. they're not going to have repeaters people won't be going back and getting them again I think the only reason they'll sell what they've got is for people going, oh, I'll just try these as a bit of a novelty thing. Or they're, you know, 60% off. <laughs> well, these were 25% off. Already, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That tells the whole story. Anyway, it's this is a big podcast. We better uh, end it here, I think. Yep, no worries. All right. 2020 off to a good start, eh? Banging one out. In between two Christmases. <laughs>
Peace out. Peace.